DCM works, please don't stop the music. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I that had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpha Artist Podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works. My name is David DCM Creative Director, Lee Ryder, and I'm joined by my special co-hosts, the boys from the advisory. Hello. Hey, I, I'm one of them. <laughs> what? I'm the other one. As usual, James yeah. starts with an intro and then just fucking chokes. So did you want to introduce yourselves a little bit? Uh, my name's James and I'm exactly 50% of the advisory. Uh-huh. <laughs> My name's Totter, and I'm the other 40%. Totter. You kind of added like an A at the end there. Yeah, people call me Totter. <laughs> Others call me Todd. But... It's around town. There's yeah. a man the of many monikers. That's mm. true. Uh, and this week we're talking about the storytelling of Alien. And to be clear, it's the first one. Yeah. 1979 79. Yeah. yeah 79 yeah so i hadn't seen this before and as as with the last time we recorded i was upset that you made me watch a horror film because as with not a big fan of horror films look we talk about this every time that we see each other but yeah i don't know what it is i think i don't like the idea of them more than i dislike watching them <laughs> i don't know what it is is it the scariness <laughs> maybe yeah it could be that look, i don't want to say that i'm a wimp but uh i get intimidated by like basically everything <laughs> i don't think like the films and themselves are fine but it's like the thought of seeing them that yeah. spooks me a bit the thought of seeing it, that's I don't know. interesting. Is yeah. it, is it, it's like the anticipation of like, I'm gonna, I might get spooked. And I haven't been. Like, I watched a thing and that was like terrible acting yeah. where you couldn't tell who was who. And then I watched this and it wasn't scary. It was just a thriller. Yeah. But like a part of me, every time I see one, I think it's going to be like <clears throat> some like Resident Evil, like video game shit where like, yeah. I'm not ready for how scary it's going to yeah. be. I mean, I physically can't handle horror games just like at all. I mean, neither can Ben and it. I'll it, watch a horror movie, but if I'm if I'm controlling the thing, it's it's too much. He just he he breaks down and he'll like start crying, <laughs> like it gets I'm, real bad. I'm right there with him. Yeah, I can't <laughs> handle point. it. So, but for me, I feel like with horror films because I know enough about how they're structured and how they work. Yeah, from like reading many Stephen King books as a kid. Mm. I think I'm scared of the potential for them to be genuinely scary, but most of them are just like thrillers. Like they just have a yeah. great thriller structure, and <laughs> I'm like, good. It, like back then, it would have been. Oh, pretty scary. I mean, I couldn't even. I mean, back then, I feel like this would have been. I wouldn't have let my kids. I wouldn't let my wife. Like, I would let no one I know yeah. see it. I'd be like, "Don't go see it. It's going to ruin your you, life." You'd be the best husband. Yeah, I mean, you can't right? do anything. You, you can't. Mean... Don't go outside. Yeah. Tell me when you're going to spend money, and I'll tell you what to wear. <laughs> don't go see. Don't go see Alien. I That's... don't. I mean, I. I. I don't know. I just didn't think it was that great. If I'm honest. No, no. This really? is good. This is a good I place mean, to start. Uh, okay. I did mean, you Did you think it was okay. better than the thing? Because I feel like. You know what? Oh, no. no. Don't, do me, like don't do me like that, James. Don't do me like that, James. I don't. Uh, 1982. Uh, yeah. Really? It was yes. like just after, and it's way worse. Yeah. Okay, but well, you think it's better for some reason. I just, Tell I enjoyed the, the, okay, the thing, <laughs> other than the fact that like the, the visual effects are amazing in the thing. Uh, they're okay in this one as well. Like, you know, oh, we put a human skull in the actual thing. Like, yeah, that's cool. You got an Oscar for all this. And stuff. it's got a condom for a mouth. Like, that's all great stuff. Yeah. It's all great stuff. <laughs> it's all chockers. It's all yeah. chockers for good stuff. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. I mean, the thing was, I mean, even now, people are still online debating, like, 
you know, was Childs one of the things, sure. you know, um, yep. then there was this whole thing about like, there's a glint in their eye. Then there was this other thing about like, the breath. McCre- yeah, bit. the breath was one of them. Yeah. Then Why McCready, still going? McCready was filling bottles of wine with I'll oil tell- to use as Molotovs. I'll tell yeah. you why, Todd. Because there's no resolution to the film. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I don't see. I would, well, that's just lazy. I'm just going to attack James at this point. But I think that the reason <laughs> that that argument exists is because that film lacks a solid resolution. Like it seeds a mystery, right? And this is like a mystery. Like it seeds a mystery, which is that who is the thing? That's mm. the th- central thrust of the film. Yep. So by the end of it, you should have a resolution as to who is the thing. And the reason the debate continues is because there isn't a resolution to who is the thing. Like, I get it. I like, don't like that there's no resolution, oh, though. Okay. That is nice. good, though. Because it's yeah. kind of refreshing. Yeah, but it's got no emotional resolution. A great resolution is Inception, where you have a great internal resolution I mean, with, with he gets to his family and he's happy, but is he dreaming, is he not? That's ooh, a great resolution. Yeah. And it seeds a mystery. Whereas I feel like the thing, it was like, there's no emotional climax, there's no emotional resolution. It's just, the film's over and we don't know what happened. But that's... Good. Why? Because yeah. now you I do get, like that. Because people just leave and they're annoyed about it, oh, or like it bit... sparks some kind of emotion in yeah, them. But yeah, but you. I left Alien. I was like, good. I'm okay with this. <laughs> the cat's alive. I just. That's <laughs> the cat is I, alive, and I was so glad that she saved the cat. Don't even yeah. fucking get me started on oh, the fact shit. that she sent she sent the two fucking people off to go deal with like go make an explosion. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna go look for a fucking cat. Like, will you pull your weight around here? That wasn't why she left. Why yeah. did she she left to go prep the shuttle, and then she was That's like, right. yeah. fuck the cat. Well, I mean, they could have made that more clear. Okay, actually, let's, okay, so let's <laughs> just get into it. They didn't have any signs up or anything. Not one. I mean, not even a one. Okay, let's get into Alien then, I guess, because okay. we've arrived. So what I like, let's just do like what we liked and then what we didn't like, and then we can argue with each other about the th- those things. Okay. So what I really liked about sort of the film, because I hadn't seen it before, so I, I had no, I was saying before we started recording, I had no exposure to the franchise aside from the recent playstation 4 video game where yep. it's set in that era and you play as uh ridley's i think like granddaughter or something yeah daughter yeah. i don't know I don't and know. it's her going to investigate the last distress call of something so she's investigating the distress call of the nostromo and she finds another space station yeah uh to where the alien is now so when the alien drifts off mm. i assume he lands somewhere and that's where she is and then you spend the whole game hiding from it it's Wait, a really when, good game when he gets exploded out of the door yeah and he, he can survive in space. Can he survive in space? Yeah, they, I think they so. They kind of touch on that where it's something about silicon protects yeah, it's, something. It's, it's uh, like the perfect evolution or whatever. So it survives and then lands on that well, space station. And that I makes think. sense because the company's like, like we want this thing. Yeah, well, because they want to weaponize it's the prime, it. Yeah, it's the prime thing, right? I mean, I've talked about that. I was, this is an episode of Sam Spence Radio where I hop on about this, but like, um, it would it would be a terrible weapon because like- You can't one, control it. Because you can't <laughs> control it and one woman- defeats it so like yeah that's a good point you know, yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like it's a great weapon in theory but at the end of the day it's like yeah but also literally one person fixed it yeah just one really like, in a robot suit i mean no that's a different one she's like in a robot suit and she beats it you, I even so it's like give it give him a give him a fucking robot that. suit yeah you know what i mean who said him who said give him a robot suit oh just the guy you know yeah, it, was, uh, oh, yeah. it was lawrence fishburne in the, in the oh, third matrix guy. film he was yeah. like just give her a robot suit. he did say that oh, it was a weird we all, scene i feel like collectively we all forgot that that was the thing that happened that in the third matrix they were in robot suits with machine um, guns i fucking love that movie i'm confused my well, okay i don't want to get yeah, too far yeah. into it because it's off topic but like yeah. why do they have machine guns if they robots like why do they have the well they're max but the, they could have just had a turret like i just it the 
Yeah, but did you why... see how big Zion is? Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyways. I don't want You're right. You're not wrong. It's just, I it just yeah. baffles me to this. You thing. see that gate? Oh, that's big. big. That's a big Make it smaller so they, the the machines can't get through. Did you see when they had sex? <laughs> make the it plugged that's into a, the back. That's oh a good God, point, actually. Right. Just make the that door was the smaller. Part. What the orgy scene? Yeah. Oh, you think that wasn't gross? That was pretty great. There were so many people <laughs> fucking. I like I like watching robots fuck. <laughs> Look, um, so yeah, I really did like that. The, I, I think the the aesthetic of Alien is like so cool. Like, just by and large, the way that they've designed their technology, the way that that kind of interacts with the setting. Totally. And it's it's a cool version of the future. It's like my favorite version of sci-fi in space where it's sweaty and it's dank. It reminded me a lot of Firefly. And I know that Firefly was inspired yeah. by it. But, like, there are so many interesting parallels there where it's like space is, like, sweaty and gross and industrial. And it's that idea of you get a working class in space who yeah. are kind of bad at their jobs. Yeah. And it's, like, normal human stuff. It's not like Star Trek where everything's a utopia and it's new problems. It's like yeah. old oh, problems, a good point. Yeah. but in a new place. Mm. And it's like the whole thrust of the first 30 minutes is like these two dudes refusing to work until they get paid more. Yeah. But their contract states they get paid a certain amount and they're just being fucking helpless. Like they're not being helpful. They're being unhelpful. Yeah. And it's Ridley's job to like get them on side again. And then you have the progressive complication of the alien arrives. And it, I just, I really like the way that they kind of use the setting mm. to create the inciting incident. But then... Like, I was just never... Like, there was no point where I was scared. No. I There was a lot of tension. And I was like, will Ridley get out of this? I mean, it felt like claustrophobic, kind of. Like, they it framed did. everything, yeah. like, yeah. really See, tight. That, that's and, what like, I really did like about all it. All the corridors and, like, just every... It was, like, real small and stuff. Mm. You know? See, yeah, I like that because, to me, it's like... They didn't have much to work with. They were really limited on, on a budget and stuff like that. And right. I kind of I kind of like that because, like, this thing won all these awards and now it's in, like, the... Um, uh, like it's in the registry for good movies or something. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. <laughs> the classic yeah. registry for good movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, the one that we all like, know and love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like because yeah. I think it was like a four million dollar budget. Now oh, it's wow. it's made like two hundred million, but that could be the franchise as well, right? No, but, actually, that number sounds right. Someone mm. was telling me the other day that like it's just made it's made it made money hand of a fist at the time. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like that because it's kind of like this indie movie, and I love indie movies. But so. isn't that why like Deadpool was so good? Is because they stripped back the budget and they were forced yeah. to be creative. I feel like that's that, good. Yeah, yeah, limitations breed creativity, right? Yeah, because like, like, well, I can't do this. Let's do this. It's like the opposite. So like New Hope, for instance, Star Wars New Hope was so good because the studio was like, George Lucas, don't do those things. Do these things. Mm -hmm. You can only do these things. You have this budget, and he made like one of the best films of all time. Some people say. And then you look at the prequels and they were like, do whatever you want. Here's the biggest budget in the world. Mm. And he makes a piece of shit because you need a balance of studio and uh, creative involvement. And yeah. I feel like Alien is the perfect mix where they had to... I feel like they, the budget restraints meant that they had to make an Alien that wasn't... It wasn't going to... It was never going to be like visually the best thing they could do. Like, it was never going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe it looks that cool. Yeah, it's just a dude in a suit. It's a dude in a suit, but yeah. it's a dude in a suit that... The, and the, what they... I feel like what they did is they took... They took the setting they built, so like the industrial kind of spaceship, and they were like, how do we model a creature that's scary in that? And the answer yeah. is make something that blends in in the most terrifying yeah, way. Yeah, good call. There are a bunch of scenes where, Ben was telling me after I watched it, where a character will be walking through a hallway and the alien is in the shot, but you don't notice unless you look for it. Oh, yeah. really? But that's really a handful of those. Cool. Where it's like, you'll see it's like tail. Yeah. You'll see it's like, oh. you'll see it's the, like the, the top of its head or whatever. Yeah, and it'll that's really like, interesting. And it's kind of similar to how at the end when Ridley's in the escape pod and it's 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 above the console, but you don't notice because it looks like it's part of the... Yeah. Well, apparently there's a handful of shots where you'll be tracking a character through a scene and an alien will be in the shot. 
but not moving. See, I love shit like that. Which I'm like, that's I really, really like cool. that. Yeah, yeah. And because I feel like from a from a filmmaking perspective, that's when you realize you hit your mark. Yeah. Right. Mm. Is when you've got like this really cool setting with these really cool character. Well, not cool characters, but you've got a cool setting and you've got enough character archetypes that you're invested. Like mm. when the black guy and I'm not gonna remember any of their names. When the black guy died, yeah, I was like, oh man, I really thought that he was gonna be in it for the long haul because he seemed like he was really like helping. Yeah, and then the but same. Did, do you not know about the stereotype of? Well, look, yeah. Keith David survived. Keith David survived in the thing. That whole fucking scene was atrocious, <laughs> by the way. Like, I'm just biting my tongue over here because it's like he's like, "Hey, oh, it's right in front of you. Do you want to move? Just move out of the the way." Of the I, thing. She didn't move, and she's just like, "Ah," and he's like, "No, yeah, but like, move though." Because oh, like, I've, no, I can... hang on. Here's the thing, though. Why didn't he just use the flamethrower to scare it off? I don't, I don't know. He could have just shot it to the left a bit. I'll tackle it. I'll, ta- I'll the cat Why did he jump at it? The cat was in the way. The, the cat, cat wasn't in the, in the way. He was the in a different wasn't room. There. The cat was in a different fucking room. No, there was a lot of that where there was... And I mean, even the scene after that... No, sorry. The scene before that where they're in the command room and Ridley, like, give... She's, like, trying to talk through their plan and he's just, like, talking over her for some reason. Yeah. And she's on his side and he's just, like, disagreeing. <laughs> And she's like, dude, shut up. And he's like, rah, rah, rah. she's like, yeah, and- shut up. And he's like, rah, rah, rah. she's like, shut up. And he finally shuts up. And then he's agreeing with her and still talking over her. And I'm like, what, what I- tension is that? I don't like, I mean, was look, I a little more baffled by that scene? They have the same plan. She's like, we're going to kill it. And he's like, as long as we kill it. She's like, yeah, obviously. She says that. Yeah, that's what it did. It- were you not listening to what yeah, I said? I said yeah. we're going to kill it. No, we're going to put a net over it and put it like, we, yeah, we're going to kill like, it. I get, it. I get yeah. that no characters in the ship listen to Ridley. Like, I get that that's part of the yeah. thing. Like, they all don't really respect her. Mm. But at that point, like, has I, at that point, have they killed the android? I can't remember. Uh, I, don't, I think uh, that happens no. like a start, doesn't I feel it? like that happens after that. No, yeah, it happens. Yeah. The and killing the android happens yeah. after that, which so, is well, one of the, the head fu- off, which though. is one of the worst fucking scenes ever. Just the. We know how dumb all of that is, dude. Their pathetic cut from it being a dummy's head oh, to the actor wow. in the table, and was, like, don't get me wrong, I get it, like it was off <laughs> the time, but don't cut back to the head on the table. I know it was the most atrocious thing I've ever seen. It, 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 but the problem is there was no. The problem is there was no. Um, there was no translational scene, so there was nothing where it was like. So normally in cinema you would have the the guy's head. The guy, the actor's head poking up through the table doing the android thing. Yeah. Then you would cut to a transitional piece where it would be someone looking at it from a different angle. Then you would cut back right. to the head, like the dummy head or whatever. But they went from literal guy's head in the table to now it's the dummy's head. And it just, <laughs> it, but they're also in a different position. I know. They didn't even line up the shot. The camera is somewhere different. It was so bad. And I just was like, oh, now I'm out of it. Yeah. Was, I, oh. But I mean, even before that, when they're fighting him and he's like, what? Going to shove a newspaper down her throat? I yeah. yeah. Why didn't he just choke her? There was some. So, I, I saw some video about it being yeah. like a phallic representation. Very, yeah, the, well, yeah, the same, I, yeah, yeah, sure. But like, he's an android. Why would that be a thing? Well, like, I don't know. From from this this thing that I I watched, yeah, it was the whole thing was meant to be all sexualized. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. It's really small. Well, oh, I mean, actually, that's a lot of dick in his work. H.R. Geiger like is a. Is a pretty horny little art industrial design boy. Like there are there are dicks and veges everywhere. I mean, across the this alien spaceship movie. is a big old two dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, there's yeah. like there's like a vagina face hugger. There's like yeah. a dick mouth thing. Yeah. There's just dicks and veges everywhere. And like because when he's shoving that newspaper yeah. down her mouth, um, in this video that I watched, it was like, oh, that's meant to be like. Or porn on the walls and stuff, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get to pause it to actually. I saw the porn it. on the walls when it was yeah. happening, actually, and he was okay, shoving yeah. a porn mag down her mouth. Yeah, yeah, and so I was like, okay, he he want he wants that, but like, 
But okay, but here's the problem. Like I get it, but like I get why the director did it. Don't get me wrong. But in the context of the scene, why? It's an android who, up until this point, has shown no humanity whatsoever. He's just doing his mission. Yeah. Who now is suddenly like, I'm gonna partake in this exposition of phallic. Yeah, uh, penetration for no re- like. Why didn't he just also? He want to get he's, that. He's super strong. Why didn't he just punch a skull in? Yeah, I know. Because well, I like, told you he want to get that. But and why? Then, and then, but when, Todd, why he won't get that? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what, what you got to saying. Like why? we hear you, Todd, look, but why? Uh look, I, it's I'm, not good enough to be like, look, he was acting a bit weird for the rest of the movie. He wants to put a magazine down her neck. Yeah. Like it just doesn't make <laughs> yeah. any sense. And he he lifts the here's what here's what and like okay, so in hindsight, I'm like, okay, lifted the quarantine. He opened the doors because he wanted to get the alien on the ship. God, right? yeah. But but his plan thus far, let's just recap at that point. His mm. plan is to get this thing on the ship and get it back to yeah, mother because that's what right yeah yeah because that's his directive yeah. And then when Ridley goes into the mother computer and she she plugs in the right socket that the captain had that that Dallas had and she plugs in the socket and she yeah. goes in and she talks to mother and she gets the information. She somehow overrides the executive order. She gets the information. Yeah. Then for some reason, the android anticipates that she's going to be pissed off and then decides to kill her. And I know that the order said that get it back, you know, all other... Um, uh, they're, like, expendable. Yeah, they're, they're expendable. Yeah, yeah. they're expendable. It's like all other privileges are revoked. So, like, yeah. life of the cr- crew is revoked or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I, what I don't understand is why he decided that he should kill her. Like, he could have just explained that it was part of an experiment. And then if she said no, killed her. But he literally just went ape shit when she tried to leave the the cabin yeah it, 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 and I get that there's some subtext there that clearly she was gonna go tell someone else that it happened like whatever but like give us the scene where they have a conversation like it just seemed like they kind of skipped to the point where he was like okay time to murder yeah and I get that they're androids they're not people mm. but I feel like for a company that is like running these ships the space between operating normally and doing a secret like yeah. subterfuge mission and murder should be pretty big like you should have a d- distance of space there yeah exactly the protocol as a mm. company to murder people. Like it, it, particularly murdering your employees, yeah, like that's a that's a hassle if it's like a lawsuit or whatever. Like and it's like the family. gap between like, um, you know, dishing out the worst nipple cripple you've ever seen in your life mm. is also pretty big. That, I mean, that was pretty. <laughs> he grabs, he grabs the dude just by I, the tee yeah. and just like goes to rip Grab it off him by of him. the throat. He, he wants that too. Ha- okay, well <laughs> yeah. that makes sense now. Okay, <laughs> he was acting like weird for the rest of the film. So that is true. Yeah, I mean that that aside, I think. Yeah, it it do, it does kind of rely on some of those stereotypes. I think a little bit like the yeah. hypermasculine characters, but then you have Ridley, who's like the spanner in the works to yeah. a degree. I think. Well, what I did think about like older kind of seventies, eighties sort of sort of movies is that when they when they film a lot of them, it seems like it's really choppy, changey. Like it's like, hey, we're doing this shot now, and it's this shot, and they don't really let the audience kind of catch up. Yeah. Um, whereas now they kind of they pander, I think, a bit more, and they're just like, oh, we need to show that they're really angry. So let's make him do an angry face. Or, or let's whereas, have them yell something. Yeah, like, whereas oh, this oh. one, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know what just happened, but I guess we're onto something else now. Like, do, you think that's, else yeah. do you think that's better though? I don't know. Hey, See, apart- sometimes <sighs> I like it, sometimes I don't. It, I, th- I think it yeah. depends on the context of the scene, right? Because yeah. sometimes it can be done like... Yeah, really yeah. well. Because yeah. mm. there's a great scene where... Oh, I, I cannot think of what I was playing. I was playing a video game or watching a film. I can't remember. It wasn't this film. But it was something to where... Two characters were having a conversation. Oh, no, I was reading a book. I was reading a book. Sorry, I <laughs> this forgot. It was actually Tetris. Yeah, I was like, what's the other thing? I was reading a book, and there's, there's two characters talking. So a good guy, like the guy who's on our team, and then a guy who we don't know anything about. 
and then the main character, and they're having a conversation, and she starts to sense that something is wrong, but the good guy who's chatting with the other guy is so invested in the conversation he doesn't notice. And they do this really cool thing where through the subtext, like they don't, the, the, the author doesn't tell us anything. It doesn't explicitly say, okay, something's wrong. But through the clever way that the dialogue is written and the way the other character is speculating, you start to get like really uneasy. And then bang, something happens and you're like, oh shit, he's not who we said he And then, you know, things kick off. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's what this film tried to do. But I think the limitations of some of the tech at the time meant that some of the shots where they were trying to do that, so like particularly any time that the android is being an android and not being like human, mm. they would leave these kind of longish pauses where he would, like any other person would try and fill it in with an explanation or say something, but he would just stop, process, and then reply. But because of the way that they, they kind of filmed it, it felt kind of weird. Like yeah. the scene where he's at the microscope and he's looking at the thing and yeah. Ridley is there. And also she's not in the first half of that conversation. Like it's just him and kind of her like thigh and knee. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. you're like, who is talking? I don't know who's talking. And then it finally cuts to Ridley and she's just there. Right. And I'm like, why wasn't she in? The- why didn't they cut? That's weird. But that whole conversation, he pauses. Anytime she asks something emotional, she pauses. Uh, he pauses a little longer. Right. To try and find like an appropriate response as he processes. But because of the way they filmed it initially in the shot, it just looked like they forgot to cut it quick enough or something. Right. I thought yeah. he was just like trying to hide something. Well, that, that, then I was like, why is he trying to hide something? Like, I, don't, that's, I didn't understand. That's good filmmaking. But right. the problem with the way that they executed the first part of the shot is that because she wasn't in the first half of the conversation, I was like, is this just them? Did they just do it wrong? <laughs> do you like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, 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 cam- the camera fell yeah. down. Like, they forget to leave this shit. in. Yeah, like the other yeah. camera was, was off or something. Sort of. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like because I because I was like, oh, he's hiding something. Right? Yeah. But only after I was like, oh, she was just not in the first half of the shot for no reason. Yeah. Mm. Whereas like other films, if they had something that extended, that kind of a decision, it would be for a particular reason. Yeah. Whereas in this, there was a lot of kind of like, oh, we did that, I guess. What What was a, a like your favorite scene in it? See, I don't know if I have a favorite. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. Like really, I really like when she gets. I really like when she finally gets out. And this is from like a structural perspective. She finally gets off the ship, and she's like, "I'm safe." Oh my god! And then the last minute danger. Yeah, structurally Mm. like beautiful. And then the way I mean, obviously the bit where she 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 ejects it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Oh, she's safe." And then it catches. And a part of me, like, it looked dumb in hindsight because we've seen like. Civil War, right? Yeah. So we've seen like great films, but the premise of that, I was like, oh shit! Like if I read that in a book, I'd be like on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Like she hits the eject button and then it gets fucking caught in the door. Yeah. I was like, I was so invested by that point. I was like, oh my god, is it gonna? What's oh fuck? Like what if she has to like open the? I was oh so in. Like I was so in. Yeah. That point. Um. But yeah, that whole scene where she's on the shuttle and then it there's that last minute danger and she has to kind of psych herself up to get in the suit and like literally walk in front of it. I was like, fuck, Ridley's so dead. Like, I was like, this film doesn't give a shit. They'll just kill her. They'll just murderize her straight away. <laughs> you really away. haven't seen any of the no. other films. <laughs> like, I've seen none of the other films. So I was like, she might be dead. I don't yeah. know, man. And so she, yeah, that, that whole scene I, re- I thought was beautifully structured and the way that they use the aliens kind of, uh, you know, anatomy and stuff. That, that makes scene. more sense to me now because when I was watching that scene and she was just sort of singing that song to herself, I was, I just thought like, this is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're crazy. annoying me right now yeah. a little bit. Um. You know the chestbuster scene in this movie? Yeah. How it's like famous and everyone talks about how great it is. I don't think it was yeah. as good as, uh, as the one in the thing. Yeah. I think it was fucking shit. Yeah, it, look, it was pretty average. I mean, the one like, it, when it, it like scoots across the table, I laughed. I know, it, and it, it's I, I just love when it kind of cu- comes up and looks around like a meerkat, and you're like, what? <laughs> right, it looks what like a meerkat. Look yeah. at the weird, gross, fleshy meerkat. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I know that it's pretty much common knowledge at this point that. Uh, it wasn't real? 
<laughs> that is, yeah, the I film think, is fiction. I think a um, few people have deduced that it wasn't <laughs> actually. Tweaked, yeah, they've footage. worked it out. Um, no, the fact that like no one knew when it was going to happen, so that mm. everyone would give like a genuine reaction. So I was like, oh, cool. Like I'm because I had. Oh, I you mean the actors? Yeah, the actors didn't know when it was going to oh, happen, okay. right? So I hadn't seen all of this movie before, so yeah. I was excited to see that right. part. And everyone's reaction was just shit. Like, they yeah. were so underwhelmed yeah. by it. Well, you know why? Because they weren't actors. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> like, point. My girlfriend actually said at the time, she's like, oh, I wish they would have told them when it was so happening they so they could act. That's yeah. their job. Like, Yeah, it just didn't do well, it for me. Because they could have done it twice. Could have just done a, a reaction and then an act. Uh, an acting yeah, yeah. he's like, well, while we're here, yeah. you know, let's do it again. And then you guys act like yeah. you know it's going to happen. Well, we have Can you guys set. hang around for another five yeah, minutes? Yeah, exactly. We'll do but it one more time. Turn around for five minutes. <laughs> it was weird. But then again, like, I feel like in The Thing in particular, that scene is so good because like, it, cause of the way that they film it. Oh, again, he's a dummy. I mean, it looks ridiculous now. But like the way that they film it, mm. you're so in the scene. Mm. Whereas with this, you were like, what's happening? Why is he like having a seizure? Like it just, it was a bit, unless you knew there was a chest buster coming. It exactly. was a bit like, what, why? And the mm. first like spray of blood, I didn't understand. Well, yeah. I was like, what happened? And then at that point, shouldn't they have all gone, okay. Because yeah. they, got, they yeah. know that he had been infected by an alien. Shouldn't they yeah. have just gone like, hands off, let this dude die. He's infected. Like Ridley should have been yelling at them to get back. And not touch him because he's infected. Because yeah. her whole thing is she's doing a fucking job and stopping them from like getting infected or whatever. Mm. The minute there's blood, blood, like you can get HIV from just like getting blood in your eye. Not, right. Not, I've not seen in... Twenty Eight Days Later. Okay, good. Yeah, where he we've gets seen that crow scene. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So don't get blood That's in your fun. eye. She should have been like, everyone get back. That film is great, by the way. Yeah, she yeah, should have been like, good. everyone get yeah. back. Yeah, like Fuck, well, thinking about it, why? Like obviously this thing is attached to his fucking face. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, it's uh, the other scene. Um. But yeah, like, why are they so just like so close and like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, well, they hey, kind of they are very they, chill about yeah, they, the they, whole yeah. situation because they, they they hold him, you know. Uh, so he's in the, he's he's asleep in the bay in the mm. medical bay, and they're mm-hmm. like, it's gone, right? And so they go in with like these cattle prods to like see if they can find it, yeah. and it falls on Ridley for a cheap jump scare, and she knocks it off because it's dead or whatever because it's done its job, which is to put yeah. the thing in its belly. Just to fuck. <laughs> but like, if the android, it. <laughs> That's, that's Todd's. Yeah, Todd will yeah. casually just put just little small bits smart. in the microphone, and you'll pick them up when you're editing. Just like, <laughs> um, but you know the 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 scientist, the android should have been like, oh, it's a yeah, parasite. It's yeah. gonna put. And I get that. Like, that's such a good point. It, but it, and I and I get that he wants to keep it on the ship. But yeah. like, why wouldn't if he wants to keep it on the ship? Why wouldn't he just go? Okay, we're gonna keep this locked till we get to mother. Yeah, because that's a much better containment than. Letting it free on the ship? I don't know. Remind me of something. Why doesn't he know what it is already? Who? Uh, the, 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 Ash. Is it Ash? Ash, Ash yeah. yeah. Ash doesn't know because all because his his order was literally the text that you see on screen. He doesn't know anything about it. Okay. Just go to the planet, recover the life form, and then bring it back. Um, okay. And then, so bring it back to Mother for for analysis or something. That okay. hmm. he he has no instructions to like what the creature is. The only thing he knows that we don't see on screen in Mother is that it's like the perfect organism. Yeah, like, that it has like a perfect defense. Mm. His only job is to research it and bring it back. Which seems kind of, I mean, it, it begs the question: Did Mother know what it was before they sent the crew of the Nostromo there? Because if they did, wouldn't they have known the whole crew would be slaughtered and they would never get it? Well. Is, or is I'm the pretty sure that... Prometheus is the prequel to Alien. I yes, have it, been told. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. So and like that's a fucking dumb movie. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone it, it has makes said that. Yes, <laughs> a li- little sense. So 
Yeah, that, that's a really good call. Like, like, it's do just, they already know about this stuff? And I guess if they did, if there's a prequel where Prometheus is there, and I, from what Ben said, it's on the, it's at the same place as Alien takes place, like it's yeah. on the same planet or whatever. Yeah. But it's like if, years before or something. Yeah, but if that's the case, then they should have more information, and they should, mm. they should just send a crew of androids. Good call. Because they know that the androids can't get affected. Like, it just seems weird to send a commercial freighter who has people that are susceptible to it, and then I get that they want to study how it works. So sending, yeah, sending people to see how the life form works to how it like eats them and then good makes call, it. yeah. Like I get that they want test subjects, but at the same time, send more androids. Yeah. Unless, unless the idea is like we know what it is and we want to bring it back, yeah. but we also know that it needs food. Yeah, it's you know hungry. what I mean. So yeah, like that's, well, that's what I'm send- saying. But send four more androids if they're that easy to kill. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah. And that android was taken out pretty easy. I mean, I mean he hit him with a fire extinguisher. I think we should have a out. chat to uh, to the company. And just yeah. Say, hey, what's up? What's, and also Ridley. And just be like, what's up with that? Hey. And I also what? think this film is a really good example of why you need um, systems in place, mm. like quarantines. Or, or like, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like, like Ridley was on shot. top. Ridley was on top of that, right? But the problem was she wasn't captain. But so, she, okay, but then Let me defend the film for a minute, and which I hate doing, because as everyone who's listened to this show many times knows, I hate everything. Let me defend the film for a second. <laughs> I think the reason that she couldn't control the ship fully is that. So, when, so Dallas is captain until he dies. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. when he dies, the first thing she does is go back to Mother to get the information she needs. Mm-hmm. And the minute she does that, Mother basically knows that she's accessed ah. information she shouldn't and locks her out. Kinda. Yeah. Mm. Because the android, Ash, has information. So, like, I think what happens is Mother is basically fighting Ridley using Ash's help. Okay. So I, so I don't think Ridley has complete control of the ship. So she couldn't, like, lock down all the doors because Ash has an executive order from Mother mm. that would give him complete control of the operating system of the ship, which is based on Mother. Yeah. Like, so I think even if she was captain for, you know, and Ash didn't immediately try and murder her, she wouldn't have had complete control because he's tuned into the operating system of the ship right that makes sense i think that's the implication yeah. from some of the subtext but it's it's kind of obtuse yeah in some ways and it doesn't make any sense because if ridley's captain of the ship and it, like she has all of the computer modules she can pull in and out why wouldn't she just pull all the out except for her operating module like it, there's some bits of that which don't make any sense yeah when she's there why doesn't she plug her operating module and then pull the all the others out so it's just her who's in control of the operating system like just small stuff like that that if you're gonna have a ship work like that just think through her plan yeah. And I guess she doesn't suspect anything by that point because Mother's given her no reason to mistrust her. But then there's just so many like little things where I'm like, they could have just done it a tiny bit tidier. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's a lot of what bugged me about this was just, it seemed like everyone could have done everything a little bit better and it would have, wouldn't have been so shitty. If they had a better spaceship and like locked the alien in where it was and just been like, okay, you're in there now, let's go home. Well, they could have, they could have done that. They, like, they had it. They had it in the vents, right? Yeah. So they yeah. had it in between two vents. They knew where it was. Just shut the. Oh, you can't shut the. Air. Yeah, you can shut the air vents down because yeah. they have a little that little hole, yeah. so the air can get through. Just keep them locked up till you get back to mother. Unless like the thing like sticks its tongue out, it's like licking around. Ugh. Oh, I guess it has acid spit. Well, yeah. Or acid blood or whatever. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Well, it kind of doesn't. No, it doesn't anything with it. But no, I, I, I. I uh... I was going to defend it again. That's not wow. a good position to be in. But no, I think I think that it. I think there's a there's an argument to be made that the untidiness of this film is the making of this film, and it's the reason I love Firefly, and it's the reason why everyone loves Firefly so much, is that there are enough rough edges in the way that it's made that it feels 
way more realistic than like yeah than than, than a lot of stuff that we see today because stuff today is so polished yeah oh, to the point yeah that's Hang a really on, good like, point. I feel like you're it's kind really of bringing good... me around a little bit let, with yeah, this, like, this let, explanation let, of let me, it I, yeah. I, I, let, let, I'll keep going and I'll see if I can talk you around by the end of this episode because <laughs> yeah. we're getting there so I want I want to see if I can get you there. So something like Firefly, the reason that it's so compelling and that everyone, because people like Firefly is not that good. Why does everyone love it? And it's because it has a genuine sense of authenticity. Mm. You know, every single piece of clothing in that show is a real piece of clothing that the actors wore. Every fist fight, even though it's like play fist fight, they have on location. It's the real actors doing it. Yeah. So when Malcolm Reynolds throws a punch, it's an awkward, like Nathan Fillion punch that looks awkward like that character would do. And it's kind of the same thing in this film where like Ridley Scott is trying to carry a cat and a flamethrower yeah. and it looks dumb because she's kind of lo- lopping around. But that's how you would carry a flamethrower and a cat. You know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of the faults of this film, and if you're talking specific, you know, specifically about those weird awkward pauses and the way, like the weird scenes where, like, maybe the chest burst thing is weird and doesn't make a lot of sense. In real life, that's probably how it would go. Like, no organism is going to make a clean chest burst on the first go if it's just been born. Maybe it fucked up. Maybe it's like tooth was in the wrong place or whatever, and it fucked up, and there's a massive spurt of blood instead of what you want, which is the massive chest burst. Right. And like maybe. You know, throughout the film, as as Ridley, she should be like exercising these quarantines, but she has to like work with these people, right? For her, it's she's she's working, she's in charge. If she is like, no, we're quarantining, we're gonna let them die, no worries. They're gonna fucking turn on her in like a heartbeat. So she's kind of got to keep these people on side in that weird like human way that you have to kind of negotiate with people in those kinds of situations. And the fact that she argues with the black guy whose name I keep forgetting, like the fact that they have those weird arguments where they agree, people mm. do that all the time. Like yeah. I have arguments with my brother constantly where we agree on it, but right. we're just arguing, and then in the middle of it, we're like, "Wait, we agree on this. What are we doing?" <laughs> yeah, we're actually both on the same page. So I yeah. think they're doing this. Like it's messy enough that I feel like it feels more realistic, and that yeah, was why I enjoyed it. Point. That was why I enjoyed it more than the thing. It's because the thing had these elements of cleanliness. And obviously, some, there was there was some shit bits, but there were some elements of cleanliness in that that didn't make any sense. Whereas with this, any scene where they're in a whole room together, everyone is talking at the same time. When they have meals together, they're smoking, they're talking, they're drinking beer, they're having these meals, these conversations, like normal people do. Yeah. Whereas in like an Avengers film, Fuck. Captain America would shoot like a one liner, and then it would cut to, you know. A, I was about to say Chris Evans, they're the same person. Then it would cut to Robert Downey Jr. and he would say something, and then it would cut to uh, Don Cheadley who would say something, and then it would cut back to. Scarlet Witch, it's yeah. a, and it's very like Hollywood, and it's clean. Whereas this is much more realistic. It's dirty. People smoke in space. They're all sweaty and gross. They have yeah. these weird conversations. Don't don't make any sense. Two people try and leverage the rest of the company for more money, even though it's written in their contract. Like it feels real, even yeah. though it's dumb space with a dumb alien with a in a with a dude in a dumb rubber suit. And there's a cat that she saves for no reason. But if you're in that situation, you'd probably try and save the fucking cat because yeah. everyone loves fucking cats. Well, like, I mean, not everyone loves cats, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I agree with the that, rest yeah. of what you said. Yeah, <laughs> did I fuck no, it that, at the that, end? That's a good point because it's like, um, kind of sometimes movies now there aren't. It's not really a roller coaster. It's like, oh, and then you get to the forty minute mark and it's like, okay, something's going to happen soon. Yep, and then it's an hour twenty. Yeah. Um, whereas this, it's like kind of a roller coaster the whole way through. There's always something always going wrong. You know what I some... think of? I, what I think of this film of is in Donkey Kong Country, the uh, original Game Boy Advance game, classic. Anytime you're in a Donkey Kong game and you're riding on like a rail track. In yeah. a minecart, and you're like, there might be holes, there might be jumps, there might be loops. Then sometimes it'll crash and go back on a track. That's what this film is, and it's that roughness that I think lends authenticity. Mm. Have I, I brought like, you around? I just like the tagline that uh, Alien, uh, just like kind of like Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's almost exactly Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. In fact, remember the one on Game Boy? It's that's no, the whole. You know thing. what? I do. I do. That's the tagline. I agree with the idea that this whole thing is 
dirty and all and and it's imperfectic in imperfect imperfect but that's what makes it authentic yeah that's what yeah. i'm saying you know what i mean yeah it's oh, the man. roughness did i get you i really wanted to hate like, this okay. thing the fa- okay, okay the fact that they all wear converse yeah what's that about it's space also no underwear in space but it works because ridley's underwear is gross and doesn't fit properly like come on it's so yeah. good i'd still wear underwear in space you can't it, yeah if there's de- if there's if there's uh, Princess Leia, uh, Carrie Fisher explains it. That's because like she was not to wear underwear in her dress for Princess Leia. Yeah. And George Lucas's explanation was, it's good physics that if you did that, the elastic decompresses at different sure. atmospheric pressures. So if you wore underwear in space and there was a dramatic decompression, your underwear would probably like strangle your blood flow and kill you. So there's no underwear in space, but there's underwear in this, but none of it fits properly and it's kind of gross. So I feel like it works. That's a really yeah. good point. As long as you know that going in. Yeah. Plus, George Lucas just want to, he want to get that. I mean, she's dead now. So it's maybe it's inappropriate. But... <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, she's still alive in my heart. Oh, oh that's magical. You sweet. Oh, yeah, that's you were going to say something before we talked about gross underwear. Oh, it's gone now. Good. Um, <laughs> have, we, have we talked you around, James? Because I really, I really enjoyed this film. Oh, man. Uh, you kind of did. I mean. Do you see where I'm coming from? Why I, I totally it? do. And now, now I'm just thinking about the fact that, like, have other movies ruined me for authentic films? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I think yes. Dude, yeah. I think yes. That's, you know, we, uh, uh, I had a big argument with, with um, someone I used to live with the other day about Logan. And they were like, it looks bad. It looks like, it doesn't look like a good superhero film. It doesn't matter. It looks like a great film. No, I'm fucking hyped on it. Oh, I'm yeah. so, yeah, yeah. I'm rock I'm hard psyched. for that film. <laughs> yeah. because, and because it looks like it's going to do what, makes a great film, which is do something like tell a story in an authentic way. Yeah. And yeah. that's what and these old films the M15 do. Plus. Yes. And that's it's, the, it's R, right? It's R now. Yeah. But that, that idea of, so Killjoys, which was like a remake of five, like kind of, where it was like space bounty hunters kind of thing was shit because it was way too clean. It didn't work. There wasn't like people in space weren't sweaty and gross and dirty. And the same thing with expanse, which is a Netflix show where it's like, it's a cool idea, but they miss that. Like, okay, people love firefly. Let's make a space cowboy show. But they miss the main parts of Firefly that work, which is the the weird, gritty authenticity, the sweatiness, the dirt, the grime, the gross cargo bay that Malcolm Reynolds has. Everything is weird, like steel paneling yep. that you have to physically pick up and move. They move sheep at one point, or they move horses or cows or something in space that poop everywhere. Right. Like, that's what makes those shows work, and that's what makes this work, is like it's that kind of like weird, gritty, like hands-on filmmaking, where instead of what you do in Hollywood now, which is like, you deliberately de-age stuff and you distress stuff and you make yeah. it look old. You right. use stuff that's old. And you, you have Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott, you have Ridley where um, Converse that are like 10 years old that look battered and ruined. And in like Lord of the Rings, you have the cast carve their names into their armor and stuff. Like you do shit like that that makes it authentic instead of taking steps to make it authentic, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. yeah. I think Where it has kind of like that you know faux authenticity yeah they've they've aged it but it's still like perfectly lit it's perfectly aged yeah exactly instead of in real life where it's just it ages naturally right yeah 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 Yeah. oh that's that's my argument so yeah put that in in your pipe and smoke it (laughs) smoking it down i think i'm on board now yes we did it (laughs) excellent um did you have any more points you see you're looking i mean i was i was gonna talk about how you know i get that it's inspired you know other great sci-fi work and you know Everything that goes along with that. And I was going to say that I didn't like it, but I think now I'm back on board. That's awesome. I'm back on Team Alien. Oh, good. I'm back on the Nostromo. Good. Don't. There's an, there's an alien there. It's, it's going to explode. Oh, shit, Don't do okay. it. You're going to die. <laughs> I'm, I'm not um, going to watch anymore. Good. Yeah. No, that's okay. good. I left it at that. What's well, like, a safe oh. one? I'm on a safe ship now. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I am. Exactly. There isn't one. 
Could, <laughs> could be anywhere, James. I'm sorry. It could be in, in anyone. That's the real spook. Um, no, I think that's probably a good place to end because I feel like we've talked James around, um, which was my only goal today, uh, I think, <laughs> was to make him not hate the film. Because I had fun. I wasn't expecting... I was expecting to hate it. Like, I was going in um, and I was like, it's going to be another dumb old horror film or whatever. But I really had a lot of fun with it and I enjoyed the amount of work they put into making it enjoyable. Yeah. Which a lot of films don't do. They just make it because they're like, okay, we've got this budget. We've got a, this script from our you know writers or whatever. But this film felt like it had passion. Yeah. Mm. And it shows in that in those details that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and they don't make movies like that anymore. No. And it sucks. And it sucks because, and you know what? The movies truth is that now. there are a few out there. Yeah. But they're really few and far between. And you really oh, got to yeah. dig for them. Yeah, that's it. Mm. And they turn out to be some weird indie flick about like coming of age in Iceland. And you're like, this isn't even in English. I can't. Uh, this <laughs> right. is difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of where that scene is going, I think. But maybe we'll see a return to form of that kind of thing. Because I feel like there's a market for it. Like, people are still fucking asking for more Firefly. So I feel like we've got a point in storytelling where there's maybe a market for that coming back. Yeah. Hopefully so I hope that. Netflix. Yeah. Whole, I'll, well, I'll I mean, only, Netflix is yeah, a great example. Netflix. Yeah. I mean, you, that's really the only. you got to hang your hat yeah. on that. Or Stan. I just got Stan. I quite like Stan. Is um, Stan good? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Not really. I got Stan, and then I just didn't. Um, I well, didn't use it. I because I I got we got Stan because we got a three month trial from uh, Telstra for a part of the the press package deal that we did to get the movie tickets that we get for free. Yeah. Um. And part of that is that they sent us a key for Stan for three months, and I was like, "That's fine. I guess we'll use Stan for three months." There's just nothing on it. There's just not much on it. This yeah. Wolf Creek? But I don't know how interested I am in seeing a TV series of Wolf Creek. Yeah. I also, think like, just... the film was bad, so why would I want to watch it again? Well, that being said, though, I went to go see the latest Wolf Creek at the cinema, yeah. and it was rated R18, and for some reason they edited it. What? Like, I had, really? to, I had to watch the American but it's version a, on but it, DVD. But it's an Australian film. I don't, I don't. It's made in Australia. I don't know why they did it. That's bizarre. But they edited out like a lot of, you know, like the actual scenes where you see the kill or whatever. Mm, All geez. of those scenes were cut. Because I was sitting in the cinema watching the movie going, this doesn't, like that was a fucking hard cut to something. Like this doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. That is very Australian. Though. And then, yeah, saw it on DVD, the American version of all fucking things. And... Well, was, I mean, it was the, the unedited film. Thank God for director's cuts, then I guess. Yeah, I actually watched the director's cut of Alien. Yeah, so did I. Um, because it was the only one that it was. So my dad has my dad is one. This is I know we need to end, but my dad has like a case of DVDs in his house. Yeah, and I was like, Dad, I need to watch Alien, and he was like, Here's my Blu-ray of the director's cut. I was like, Okay, so I just do that now. I'm like, Dad, I have to watch this old film for like uh the podcast, and he'll be like, Here is my copy from 1972, and here's my copy from last year that's in Blu-ray. You gotta, you gotta wow. test that collection. You gotta I've hit him really, with like a. I've hit him on some deep. The stuff. cabinet of Doctor Caligari. You gotta Ooh. hit him with one of those oh, and see, see if he pulls that bad boy out. I reckon he might. He's like, <laughs> oh, he's shit. got every season of X Files. He's got every season of Star Trek and Star Trek Next Generation. Oh damn! Like he's a, he's a, he's a boy. He's got like every Guy Ritchie film ever made. Yeah, which I get because he's Scottish and Guy Ritchie is very like European. <sighs> Love me some Lockstock. <sighs> Love me some whatever the other one Rock was. And yeah, they, and they've got the the um, show coming out now. What? It, sorry, it was it was Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, yep, and what yep. was the other one? Snatch. Snatch. Yeah. Fuck. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I will say this though, and it's a very unpopular opinion that I feel like we should end on. Rock and Roller might be the best Guy Ritchie film. So good. Wow. So good. Yeah. That, I love it. That is incorrect, but of course <laughs> I, I love it, <laughs> sure. but it's not the best. Yeah. I we like can, to raise we... my hands. I was like, James, don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah. We can we can end there, but that is an incorrect yeah, statement. And that is fine. <laughs> uh, where can people find you, boys? Where's the best place to hit you up? Man, they can check us out at advisorypodcast.com. 
that just dot hey, com type c o m type that into you know wherever you get How the do internet. You spell v. Google. V? <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I mean Yahoo. Yeah, Yahoo. yeah, you could Yahoo. You could Bing it. I you guess. could ask Jeeves. I guess. I mean, if he's B- around, yeah. There. You could Siri it. But you guys, you're on iTunes, obviously, if you search the advisory. Um, We're pretty much everywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. If you type in the advisory, yep. that's We're us. in some places they wouldn't expect, too. That is true. Um, and you're on, the fa- you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, all the links will be in the show notes. Facebook, but... Twitter, Instagram, it's all advisory podcast. Yep. You know, check us out, hit us up, send us a question. Go- Go- goof with us, gaff with us. Goof mm. and gaff. Do one, though. If you have not much time. But yeah, sorry, if you're limited for time, please pick <laughs> yeah. one and just do one of them. Exactly. Um, for people at home, obviously, we're at DCMWorks on pretty much everything. On Twitter, we're at DCM underscore works because they wouldn't let us have a dot in our name, which is bullshit. So we have to be at DCM underscore works. Nice. Is that on Twitter? Yeah, I'm still upset. <sighs> we uh, got to send Jack an email. I know. <laughs> I hit him up. Oh, he's kind of busy right now, so. He's yeah, got some well, stuff on yeah. there. <laughs> uh, and this week's episode, as always, is brought to you by Digital Ocean. Uh, we love them. They host our podcasts. They're really nice guys. Too. They send us really nice emails, which you don't get with a lot of advertisers. Dude, you know? that's what you need. Like, they just seem to, they send me up there and like, oh, I really liked last week's episode. I'm like, oh my God, you listened? You and four other people? That's so nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so if you go to dcm.work slash ocean, you click the link, you get $10 of credit with them. And like, you help us get nice emails from them, thanking us for helping support them. And they support the show and we all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Exactly. Go so and get sure. it. Get go on it. Just go and get it. If you need it. A, go and dip a do you toe. Need a, do you need a website? Do it. If, do you not need a website? Do it anyway. Do it go and dip say. a toe in the digital ocean. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Get I yourself... mean, I'll email them and see if they want to change <laughs> yeah, their yeah. tagline to that. But They're, I'm sure they'll pay you. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I am expecting something. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So get wet with nice digital email, ocean. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, and of, uh, wait, no. So we end it. Normally we end it where um, th- you guys say. Your Twitter handles, and then I say mine. And no, I say mine, then you say yours, and then I say, "We'll see you guys next week." I'm not cutting this out, by the way. Okay. So, so I'll say <laughs> oh, me. God, and we're, then... just, we're peeking behind the curtain. Yeah, on this yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So I'm at DZ on my hip pie. I'm at James DBM, and I'm at Stay Together. And we'll see you guys next week. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird. It as makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We that's... went and we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. <laughs>